Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I literally didn't have enough money to clear $100 out of my bank account to pay rent. When I um, bounced that check for rent, I decided I didn't want to... I didn't want to have that impact me. You know, I didn't want to be living that life, right? Where you're just, you know, a few dollars short uh, to pay your rent. And so from that, that really uh, motivated me to change my trajectory in life. And it kind of gave me that, um, I don't know, it just gave me that desire to make sure that what I was living right now, it wasn't who I was going to become. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire Inspire you to unlock your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Sarah J. Stevens is a professional speaker, real estate coach, and financial expert who empowers people to fulfill their financial destiny. She's a seasoned investor with a successful career in real estate and business. Sarah is passionate about inspiring others to build a financial future that supports their vision of success. As a speaker, she's a self-made multimillionaire and also a speaker. She's the creator of the One Million Movement, and she's very passionate about sharing practical, real-life strategies that will help you multiply your income and live your vision right now. She believes that the true marker of her own success is being able to live the life she always dreamed of with the freedom to travel around the world, spend quality time with family and serve others in achieving their vision. Wow. Thank you so much, Sarah, for joining us today. It is such a pleasure. Nadine, thank you so much for having me. I I really appreciate uh, the honor to be on your show today. So thank you for having me. My pleasure. You're welcome. So yes. So I, you have a podcast that I absolutely love. Um, it's called Secrets of Seven Figure Women. And I've been tuning in. I absolutely love your episodes. I love, you know, all the guests that you bring in. And in one of the episodes, I could speak to a lot of them, but I'm going to speak to this one first. In one of the episodes, you spoke about how a $100 bounce check made you a multimillionaire. Would you mind sharing that story with us today? Sure, Nadine. If, uh, if you'll just go back a few years with me, I actually, I was in uh, school. Like I think so many people, even when I've had a lot of uh, guests on my show, they talk about, you know, when you're growing up, you're basically told go to school, you know, get a good job and carry on from there, right? Buy a house, pay down the mortgage. 
And so, of course, I was in school doing what I was supposed to be doing, working on my MBA. And uh, that summer, I had been staying in this house and they, they actually reduced the rent to $100 a month. Okay. <laughs> it was not in a good neighborhood. Uh, I literally was living beside a, a crack house where the police oh would stop at a paddy wagon. And I remember my grandparents had driven up one time and actually asked uh, a street worker, you know, if they knew where the address was. It was just, wow. like, don't talk to anybody, you know, grandma and grandpa, just, <laughs> anyhow, yes. it, was just <laughs> it was not a great neighborhood, but anyways, it's what I could afford, right? Yes, yes. Literally a, a starving student. And um, it was July of that summer and I bounced a hundred dollar rent check. Like I literally didn't have enough money to clear a hundred dollars out of my bank account to pay rent. Wow. And at that point I was living off of, you know, Mr. Noodles, 33, 33 cents a pack, you know, and I spend like a dollar a day. So I really was uh, living the, the starving student life. And yeah. when I um, bounced that check for rent, I decided I didn't want to, I didn't want to have that impact me. You know, I didn't want to be living that life right? Where you're just, you know, a few dollars short uh, to pay your rent. And so from that, that really uh, motivated me to change my trajectory in life. And it kind of gave me that, um, I don't know, it just gave me that desire to make sure that what I was living right now, it wasn't who I was going to become. Right? Isn't, isn't that something where, like you have to go through that hardship and that embarrassment to be able to, you know, say, you know, it's kind of like your rock bottom where you say, I will never allow this to happen again. So I can't go any lower than this. So the only way from here is to really figure out a way how to get out of this. Yeah. And that's, and that's what I did. So, I mean, I, I finished school, I worked really hard. I, you know, got a job, worked really hard, but I just, I always had this thing in the back of my mind. How can I get ahead? You know, the first mm -hmm. job I got, I was making $24,000 a year, $11 and 87 cents an hour, except that I was working, you know, 12, 14, 16 hour days. I was working in retail. I was opening a store. You know, you didn't get days off. I remember I worked for a stretch of 21 days in a row. I didn't have a day off and I was working those 12, 14 hour days. Wow. So that 1187 quickly becomes much, much less. Yeah. And, you know, no matter where I was in life, I always was trying to work harder. And I thought, you know what, there's no way that you can become um, more financially independent or, you know, even build a, a future for yourself if you can't make more money. And That's so true. when I, it's, it is true, right? Yeah, like, it's very this, true. How do you get ahead? How you, do you, you get don't, ahead you don't. when you're, you're stuck in that? It's basically like a paycheck to paycheck cycle, yeah. you know, but I, you and know, it's you're depressing. So you know, I decided, how am I going to change this? And um, once I finished my MBA, I actually got a job at a bank. <laughs> and I was trying to buy a house because I figured if I can buy a, a rental property, I can increase my income, right? I could have a job at the bank, and then I could increase my income by having some tenants. So I thought, this is a great idea. Yeah, you want to ask me something? Yeah, how did you even develop that type of thinking that mindset into even want to go in that route of buying a house and because most you know people are not going to be thinking that um you know that level thinking so were you starting to already develop that type of mindset where you're like you know getting into the mind frame of wealth for you to even go that route of thinking you want to buy a house and um you know get into real estate and have it bring in the wealth like how did you even get to that thought process that's a great question, Nadine. So I, of interest, when I was doing my MBA, I actually took an entrepreneurship course. And I literally, uh, sitting on my shelf right here, I have a business plan 
that I wrote back in 2002. And when I was doing this entrepreneurship course, I thought I'm not smart enough to come up with a product or, you know, I, I didn't have that, you know, I didn't feel that I had that, um, I don't know, expertise or mm-hmm. set. Uh, thoughtfulness, right? Yes. Yeah. I thought, okay, well, if I'm not smart enough, I work hard. So I thought if I can work hard enough, what can I do? And so I, I literally started researching real estate mm-hmm. and from that developed this whole real estate plan. So then when I finished my MBA, I thought, okay, well, I can follow this plan and I can make this happen. So that's really, I thought if I'm going to build wealth, I have to do it in a different way. I have to be a bit of an entrepreneur. So I knew I would have to have a job, but I thought, you know, watching all of the the wealth that is built in real estate, we know that, you know, the richest people in the world are investing in real estate. They're, you know, invest other people that are building wealth in other ways, then put it back into real estate. There's lots of people that have built wealth just based on investing in real estate. So uh, real estate is a key area. And I thought, you know what, if I'm not smart enough to do all these other things, I can sure as heck work hard. And so yes. I just put my mindset to that. And um, wow. it, it's true. Like it really yeah. is a different mindset. Right? Yes. Uh, and th- that is my next question. Like how does one develop a seven figure mindset? And like, what are the key components of, of, of a seven figure mindset, you know, to accomplish whatever goals that we, that we want? How do you how do you do that? You know, it really starts with belief, right? Mm. You have to know what you want. And literally when I was broke, I wrote a mantra out for myself and it, mm-hmm. I literally typed it out. I still have that too. <laughs> and I, I just typed out, I will be a millionaire. I will be a millionaire. I will be a millionaire. I like and I that. taped it up on my mirror in my washroom. And that was around the same time that I had bounced that hundred dollar rent check. So, I mean, I, I didn't know how I was ever going to, it was, it was something that I didn't, I couldn't necessarily believe in because I didn't know how I was going to make it happen. But you had a burning desire. Yeah. But just, yeah, but but you just put it out there, right? Yes. I know we've read lots of different stories about people. They write themselves a check and put it in their wallet or, you know, you come up with a mantra that uh, makes sense for you, but that's what I did. You know, I literally taped that up and it wasn't 12 years later. And then I was a millionaire. Mm. that's a very to me that's a very short timeline to make that happen of course yeah going you know bouncing a check to you know being a millionaire and then I thought okay well then what am I going to do next like how do I continue to grow this so does that answer your question yes did you actually sit down and like write out like a vision plan of how you want your life to unfold and how you want to I guess for the different areas of your life how you want to change that and how you see that like did you did you have it written down so you can revisit it on a daily basis yeah, it's funny. I, uh, I did have um, a journal, actually. So it wasn't anything okay. formalized, but a journal mm-hmm. that I literally wrote down things that I wanted to happen in life. And I had said mm-hmm. that I wanted to live on the water when the time I was 40 in a five bedroom house and have, you know, these many washrooms and all this. And wow. I literally accomplished that when I was 30. Wow. But I, did, I didn't realize it. But when I went back and saw the, the journal, then I saw wow, this is exact, this is exactly, you know, this property that I bought, but I bought it also not just a house, I bought a house that had another little house beside it. Wow. (laughs) That's again, to to generate more income. So yes. So you didn't just write it down and it just happened. You actually took actions and took steps and, um, to, to execute it in order for it to become a reality. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's part of it, right? We have to be willing to take a bit of a a risk Mm -hmm. and, you know, there is risk, but there is also, it's also in some ways calculated risk, 
Does that yes. make sense? Yes, yes. But we have to get our mindset. We have to transform how we think about things because I think a lot of us as we're growing up to, you know, don't have debt, pay it off. Uh, you don't want to have something that you're paying for, et cetera. But when you start investing in real estate, you have to, you have to completely shift that because of course, how will you buy property? And I, I think you were asking, uh, or maybe we were talking about this just before we got on, uh, on camera here, <laughs> um, you know, how, how does, you know, how do you create more wealth in real estate than in other areas? But it's, yes, it's yes. because of leverage, right? Mm. You know, if I, if I buy a house and I can put 5% down or 20% down instead of the whole amount, all of a sudden I can spread that out over different investments. You know, I can, I can actually have access to more assets and then grow that. For example, you know, having more tenants, if I could live in a, for example, um, you can live in a million dollar house mm-hmm. or what if you had, you know, five houses worth $200,000, mm-hmm. you know, or somebody might say, well, there's no $200,000 houses in my area. Well, you could live in a $2 million house yes, and have yes. four or $500,000. That's true. And that brings right. me to my next story. In one of the podcasts, you mentioned that you bought a house for $200. <laughs> could I did. You, would you mind sharing that as well? I would love to. Yeah. I. Uh, <laughs> so because we had actually, my spouse and I had started buying properties mm-hmm. um, before the last, uh, before the global financial crisis, uh, 2008, 2009, we actually sold off all of our properties and then bought our um, waterfront house. We actually didn't have a mortgage on it. Hmm. And from there, we were actually able to borrow money and we only had to put in $200 cash. And that actually has bought us uh, two apartment buildings from there uh, and created awesome. you know, uh, many, many millions of dollars in assets. So it's, uh, wow. it's a powerful, you know, it's a powerful approach. Yeah. Um, you know, as long as you have somebody to kind of help you along the way, uh, figure it out. Yes. 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 That's very true. And what is one thing that you wish you had known when you began your career? Hmm. In my real estate career, in the, in the job where I was making 1187. (laughs) (laughs) Your real estate. Because 1187, at least I knew it was a stepping stone, but in the, in the real estate career, um, you know, I was probably like anybody that's going into any business. You're not really sure if it's going to work out. You think it is. Yes. You hope it is. You work at it like it is. And eventually, you know, the payoff has been huge. And I think from my side, you know, I wish I bought more of the deals that I put offers in on. You know, mm-hmm. I wish I didn't just say, oh, well, that's $50,000 too much, or I don't want to pay an extra 10000 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, these, yes. these numbers, all of a sudden, the relevance, it does become irrelevant over time. Yes, yes, yes. That, you know, history can always predict the future, right? That's the, yes. the, that's the mm-hmm. one disclaimer. But, um, you know, the fact that I, I wish I had just gone for it more, you know, or found people to help me work on it. I remember there's yeah. this literally 10 townhouses side by side by side, okay? Beautiful complex. And we looked at it, we had a plan for it, we knew how to make money on it, but we didn't have enough money to purchase it. And I wish I had had access to other resources, people, mentors at that time to figure out how can I make this happen? Yes. Right? Yes. So how does right? We, mm-hmm. Yeah. We would have been many millions ahead again. <laughs> yeah. So having the right mentor yeah. to guide you along the process yeah. is key because if you don't know what you're doing, you just, you just don't know. Yeah. Or you'll talk yourself out of it. Right. Yes. I, I actually have a coach and she's been listening to my podcast uh-huh. and she said to me, Sarah, I'm so excited. I'm so inspired. And then, you know, she started telling me all the challenges and, you know, we started working on it together and she's like, 
okay, this makes it much easier, but it's true. It's because I've, I've been there. So it's easy for me to help her along the, yes. she's excited. She wants to do something, but she's kind of getting stuck, right? You get stuck in the process when you don't yes. know how to take the next step or you stumble yes. on something and somebody that's been there say, no problem. Just do this. So, yes. And, and, and what's the one common myth about real estate that you want to debunk? Do you have any? <laughs> for everybody out there that's saying that's not me. I can't do that. Mm. I don't have the money. I don't know. I don't have the time. I don't have the money. You know, it's too expensive in my area. Uh, you know, all, all of the things that people yes, use. I'm sure yes. there's a list, you know, you're, if you're listening right now and you're thinking, I can't do that. That was just you. I don't, you know, you don't need an MBA to do this. I just happened to, that was really my, my bottom when I had no money left. Yes. You just needed that right mindset and belief in self. So what do you say to people who would say they don't have the money? Cause that's, that's, that's a pretty good relevant one to say, Hey, I don't have the money to invest. So what do I do? Yeah. Get another job, get a side hustle. Mm. You know, I, I worked hard, you know, I, I still work a lot of jobs because I still am building Yes. But I'm, you know, building for my family and my kids now, right? Because I'm yes. showing them the way. I'm not sitting at home eating uh, bonbons and watching Netflix, <laughs> right? Like I'm yes. a full-time professor, you know, I'm a full-time real estate agent, top 6% in Canada, you know, plus uh-huh. I run corporations, right? Plus I've got the podcast, Secrets of Seven Figure Women. <laughs> yes. so, you know, I'm, I'm doing exactly what I would say to anybody else. Go out there and figure out another way to add an income, right? Yes. Simple as, you know, for example, network marketing, it could be a part-time job yes. it could be doing, I, you know, I don't know, admin work somewhere. It could be, um, yes. know, there's that, lots of different ideas, right? Yes. You know, yes. Cause that's what you did. Yeah. That's what you did when you got denied the loan from the bank. You yes. You got you another were, job. Right. So yes. you're right. When I, the first time that I went to the bank, when I had my MBA mm-hmm. of, of interest, right. And when I was working at that bank and I sat down across from the mortgage broker and I said, I want to buy this duplex. That's what I was trying to buy. She said, I said, what do I qualify for? And she said, uh, I'm really sorry, Sarah, but uh, you don't qualify. And I said, what do you mean? I don't qualify. She said, you don't make enough money. And I said, but I have my MBA, right? I'm working at this bank yeah. and I'm like, you won't give me a mortgage. And she said, no. And I said, so what you're telling me is I have to go make more money, I have to increase my income. And she said, yeah. I said, okay, thanks. And again, I was like, I was angry, right? Yes. I wasn't angry at her. Right, because you're thinking I have an MBA that should qualify me. Plus I work at this bank. So what's the big deal, right? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, what, what kind of person is going to qualify for a mortgage? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Right? Yes, and yes. again, so I thought, okay, fine. If that's the deal, then I'm still going to make this happen for myself. So I went out and I got a teaching job. I was teaching online when I was commuting, right? So I was teaching courses while I was commuting on the go train, which is just a train that goes back and forth to the city. Yes. Yeah. Figured out a way to get internet way back when, when they didn't have uh, hotspots on your phone. This is like, you'd have anyways, long story, but wow. <laughs> I figured a way, right? Yes. I wouldn't take no for an answer because yes. I knew that I had a plan and I knew yes. where I wanted to go and where I wanted to be. And yes. I wasn't going to let the bank hold me back or the mortgage broker or my job or my income, I thought, you know what, then what is the way? Tell me the way and I will make it happen. I'm going to do this. I like this. So back again, we're back to the mindset. Yeah. It's about having a white, a mindset and a big enough why. Yeah. Yeah. 
why do I want to do this? Why do I want to, you know, elevate my life to the next level? What, what is your why? I am so big on that because if your why is not big enough, then you won't take actions. You won't, you know, really sacrifice, you know, go through sacrifices to get to where you want to go. And a lot of people, like I was in the past, you know, I, I didn't really think of really like making really sacrifices, but if we want to get to the next level of our lives, it's so important to have a big enough why and do whatever it takes to, you know, to make it happen. And you, you're doing it, you're doing it. You're such an inspiration. And, um, what is something that you have failed at? Well, what have I failed at? I'm sure there's lots of things I've failed at. (laughs) You know, I think sometimes I've failed at figuring out the way to, um, for example, like that, that, uh, 10 unit townhome complex. Mm. I failed, right. Mm. It was a fantastic opportunity and I failed because I didn't, my, uh, my network wasn't big enough. You know, I just thought, well, I don't have the money. I didn't think who could I call to get the money? Yes. (laughs) Right. Who could I partner with or who could I, you know, who could I buy this with or, you know, who could I, you know, who could I borrow money from? Who could I, you know, I just didn't have that mindset at the time. And now when I look at other real estate, you know, I have borrowed money to make other purchases, but at that time I didn't have that, you know, I just, I wasn't sure. And I thought, well, if I don't have the money, probably nobody does. It's not true. Is, right? isn't There's that lots of people out there that yes. have money that want to invest it. Isn't that something when you, when you just, when you ask yourself a question, not even ask yourself a question, when you tell your, your mind something that in your case, you said, I just don't have the money. Your mind doesn't give you um, like different options or subconscious didn't give you op- different options to think about. It just closes your mind. But then when you ask that question, how can I, or who can I get this money from? Then it then opens up a new world or new, new world of thoughts to get you in the direction of, of getting that loan. So yeah, I like that. And what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career, you know, similar? I, you know, I think if somebody was looking for a similar opportunity that they were thinking, you know what, I have a job. But I know the job, it puts food on the table, it pays for the roof over my head, but I know there's more for me in life or, you know, whether it's for you, you know, to give your, because for a lot of women, I find that part of it is just creating that financial stability, right? Mm-hmm. Or it's, you know, something about children, right? You know, yes. your family, et cetera, trying to take care of the family and make sure there's enough money there. Yeah. So yes. I would say, you know, I mean, I would say a lot of things, but <laughs> I would say, be open to, you know, what is possible and don't, don't minimize where you're coming from. Like it's not, you know, all those things that you might be saying, that's just you. It's not me. You know, you're nervous about something. You got to take that away. Right. And you have to show up in a different way and say, okay, so I'm going to do this. I'm going to make this change. So now what? you know, and start with assessing where you are, because that's what we have to do. Assess where we are, just like where I was in the bank, you know, when she said, you don't qualify. And I said, okay, then what do I need to do? She said, make more money. Well, the job, you know, I just got the job. It's not like I can go in and say, Hey, can I get like a $10,000 raise or a $20,000 raise? No. Okay. So I know I have a job, but it's, it's like, how can I generate more income? I'm like, what would I get another job? Right. And, And just carry on with that. So I think, you know, be open to your own 
path and possibilities, you know? Yes. And I mean, if you do have, like you say, Nadine, if you do have that, you know, inspiration or that why, right? If you have something you're going towards, for me, I was going away from bouncing a hundred dollar check because yes. I didn't want that ever to be to happen again. To yes. You don't want to be broke again. Yes. Sorry, you can hear my cat uh, trying to get out of the office here. <laughs> <laughs> Scratching her way out. <laughs> um, so, so um, you know, I think that that's really what it's all about, right? I yes, think, yes. you know, set yourself down, you know, quietly and decide, what do I want for my life? You know, what is next? And ask yourself the hard question because it's not going to come easy. No. You know, I was out there like killing bats at midnight one night at a property. Oh, wow. creepy old century home the two guys that live there called and they're like we have to go work at the auto plant uh there's bats in the house can you get them out sure thing <laughs> you know so you have to be willing to willing. do something. yeah other people won't but so it's true. gotta be a big enough driver for you to to do that to keep showing yes up. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. And what are some of the best resources that have helped you along the way? You know, I read a lot of books. I read, yes. probably, read probably 200 books on real estate investing. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's lots of great books out there. Um, and there's lots of great, you know, there's lots of other great people that have done similar things that I have. And, you know, I think it's just connecting with somebody that resonates for you. You know, I remember reading this book um, and I don't remember the, the name of the woman or the name of the book, but it, I bought it when I was on um, a vacation in the U S mm-hmm. and I actually lent it to a friend <laughs> and I never got it back. And that's fine. Right. Yes, it had an impact yeah. for me and for her, but it was basically, you know, start where you are, figure out how many houses you need to develop the income that you want mm-hmm. and then just chip away at it, you know, versus I find some of the other authors are really like pie in the sky uh, you know, it, it seems like they're just, they're way down the road, but that's all it takes, right? Yeah. You know, what one house at a time, one rental income at a time and just yes. build your portfolio. Yes. It's just taking the steps, just taking the action yeah. and, and consume as much information as you can and really just have that fire inside of you to know that it is going to happen. Whatever you're trying, you know, we're trying to to build it is going to happen and just never give up and it gets tough along the way because life happens right you 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 know things happen and it throws us off our our journey but the 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 um the the goal is to remember our why and why are we doing this and and keep going yeah absolutely yes so and um, there's there's people out there to help you right yes you know that's the thing just who, who are the people like, who can you call to help you out? When I got pregnant with twins, I decided, you know, for the apartment building, we used to go and put the garbage out and we would manage the whole thing. And I mop the floors, like literally like doing everything. And when I was pregnant with my twins, I thought, I don't think I want to be pregnant with twins, you know, working with the tenants and mopping the floors and everything. So we hired a property management company. It was the best thing we ever did. We've never gone back to that. So that's, yeah. Anyhow, so you, there's always so you, somebody out there. Yeah. So you were doing the dirty work. You were, you oh, yeah. were just, I, wow. I did it all. Yes. <laughs> I changed nice. the faucets. I changed the electrical, you know, light fixtures. I, you know, changed all the, you know, whatever. Anyways, I wasn't doing anything that you'd need a, a really uh, licensed professional for. Right. Yes, but all the simple, yes. like handyman things, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can do it all. 
you know, I yes. learned uh, an orange Home Depot book <laughs> wow. before YouTube, before YouTube, you know, yes, you yes. everything. So, so if someone was to reach out to you regarding, um, just getting, gaining that mindset about real estate, just want to get into real estate. What are some of the tools do you offer or just guidance? How, how, how would you counsel that person? Yeah, it would, you know, it's mostly about, first of all, you know, getting your mindset in check, right? Mm -hmm. So to make sure that you're on, um, that you've got that, the mindset to deal with the debt, et cetera, because that's really what it is. Yes. You don't want to be freaked out when you have millions of dollars in mortgages or something, right? Right, You don't want to be, you know, um, having that take you off track. So, you know, getting the mindset in place, but then also getting your financial house in order, right? You know, there's financial offense, there's financial defense. And so you've got to be set up on both sides. And, you know, from there, then it's just, you know, you don't just wake up one day and uh, everything's done for you. I mean, it's a, there's a commitment there, you know, just like I was sharing with the different jobs or different approaches and involvement that I've had over the years. I mean, one is, you know, finding the properties, negotiating the deals, closing on them, working with the lawyers, working with the real estate agents, right. And then working with the tenants or working with, you know, making the improvements so that you can flip the property. I mean, there's so many ways that you can, um, you know, generate money, income and build wealth in real estate, right. um, Or move into something and then get a tenant to live in the other part. I mean, you could, we could talk for days here. Yes. And it's so important to, to work with someone like yourself because it just seems like it can be so overwhelming if you're not, you know, used to all the, the jargon and, you know, the languages and just the process of, of everything to, you know, so it, was, it, it would be best to sit down and talk to someone like yourself who's been doing this for how long now? Well, we started investing back in 2003. So 21 years eight, now, I think. Eight, yeah. Huh. It's almost now, what eight, am I saying? 18, 18 years? Yeah. 18, 18 years, years, I think. Yes. 18 years. And, uh, you know, I've been working as a realtor since 2010. So 11 years. So, you know, that's, it, it's yeah. true. I mean, you could get overwhelmed, but again, don't let those things hold you back. Yes. That's the whole so point. Yeah. Just one step at a time, you know, one what's the goal, where are you going to, and then just, you know, one step at a time, you know, and yeah. first of all, sit down, have a real talk with yourself. Do I, you know, what am I willing to do? What am I willing to trade to make this happen? Yes. Yes. Even professionals that I work with, you know, doctors, lawyers, et cetera. I mean, they have busy, busy jobs. So, you know, but they're still looking to invest because again, if something happens to them, then they're not necessarily making that income anymore. So So I work with lots of professionals too, that, Mm -hmm. you know, they will then hire somebody out, but it's because they're, you know, they have another uh, income stream that can support paying for property management. But I'm just saying I started at the bottom. So Yes. I did all the, literally the dirty work, like connecting the oven, hardwiring it. So wow. Just... Yes. But you stuck through it. And because your, your why was big enough. Yeah. That yeah. is amazing. So what are you curious about right now? Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm curious about different, different ways to, um, you know, to apply myself in different, uh, investment aspects. Hmm. Um, so just transforming how I've been doing things is obviously, you know, you become successful in certain areas and then you start branching out, you know, for us, we've started uh, branching out into short-term rentals, Airbnbs. And uh, so that's been interesting and it's different, lots of cash flow. Um, mm. So it's, again, I just like looking at different opportunities, yes, and different yes. ways to approach things. So. 
And Airbnbs, I see a lot of that when I, you know, log into, let's say Facebook or go online, it seems to be a big thing now. Can you speak a little bit about that? Um, with respect to the Airbnbs? Yes. Like, yes. Yeah. I mean, obviously a lot of people have figured out it's a great way to make some extra money and maybe mm -hmm. for somebody that's thinking, how can I make extra money? I mean, if you have a house, yes, yes. <laughs> maybe you can Airbnb a part of it or a room or, you know, of course there's regulations in everybody's different areas you have to pay attention to. Right. Yeah. But um, you know, maybe that's another way you've got to look at what do you have access to and then where can you generate some extra income? So I think it's, yes. it's a great, uh, it's a great, you know, great way to look at it. I mean, obviously people are doing things like vacation rental by owner previously, that kind of thing. But Airbnb, having an app on everybody's phones uh, makes yes. it quite uh, accessible for everybody to either set up as a host yes. or to rent as a guest. So Yes, yes. Yeah. Amazing. So is there anything that I didn't ask you that I should have? <laughs> um, I, so I think what I would say in closing, Nadine, is just, mm -hmm. you know, go for it. Yeah. For anybody that's listening and you're thinking, I don't know. I don't know. Right. And you're, you're hearing yourself say that, but you think that there's a reason why, you know what the reason is. Yeah. Just go for it. Go right? for Just it. Take one, take one step. Yes. Because the only regrets I have related to real estate is all the properties I didn't buy. Yes. Right. And I literally walked away from deals for $10,000 or $50,000. And it seems at the time, like a lot of money, Yeah. but in retrospect, you know, like I said, you could have made it happen. so much farther ahead. Yes. Because imagine this, right? Imagine, you know, you have a, I don't know, a $5 million portfolio. Just imagine. Mm -hmm. Yes. You could either live in that $5 million house yourself, or let's say you have 20 different families paying for that $5 million portfolio. Look at that. Minimize yes. your risk, right? Yes. So you have 20, if 20 families are paying it down just versus you, how, how fat, how much faster and farther can you get? A lot. If, if lot. 20 families, yes, yes. Right. yes. You minimize your risk. You lose your job or one of them loses their job, but it's not one person on one big right. property. Yes. So that's really, it's on scale, right? I think that that's a, yes. a wow. I learned so much, so much, so much. And I'm going to continue to tune into your podcast. Thank you. And yes, it's, I just, you drop so your, your guests, you and your guests, just so much knowledge and wisdom that the regular people don't really know because real estate has always been, I think a bit intimidating because people are always thinking, I don't have the funds for that. I don't have you know, the resources to go forward, but then look where you're coming from. You were mopping floors and fixing, you know, being the maintenance person of, of the buildings. And you're coming from living in a, in a bad neighborhood, paying $100 a month. <laughs> yeah. It sounds so, really bad when you start saying it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's just no excuse, right? It's yeah. not like yeah. you're coming from wealth. You're coming yeah. from a struggling kid who was determined to make it happen, to become wealthy. And, um, you know, just to, to, to show others as well, that you can do it as well. Your story is so empowering because a lot of times when people hear, you know, people see other people succeed and they're thinking, you know, oh, you know, it's just them. They're, they're coming from money yeah. or something. Right. They're just lucky or whatever their excuses are, but you're, you're, you're the prime example that if, if you can do it, everyone else can, because your background just in, in story proves that you can come from, 
you know, meager beginnings into building a, a multi-million dollar empire. So that your story is so, so inspiring. And how can our guests connect with you? Oh, sure. Um, I mean, they can listen to my a podcast or find me, you know, secrets of seven figure women, but also my website, Sarah J S-A-R-A-H-J-S-T-E-V-E-N-S.com. So wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. And what is your mission? What is your mission for your podcast? It's, it is, you know, it is to help inspire other women. So Wonderful. that, that nice. is why I'm here. You know, I want to inspire other women to let them know you can do this too. You know, Absolutely. do not wait another day. Don't, don't let somebody say that you can't because lots of people in life will tell us our, you know, our family, our friends, yes. our parents will tell us, you know, I remember one family member sitting in the living room saying, uh, you're going to invest in real estate. This is before we bought anything. You're just going to have tenants that are going to punch holes in the wall. And you don't, you don't want that. that or Imagine they're not going to pay their rent. Yeah. Imagine if I listened to them. Yes. You wouldn't be here. That's so true. So don't, so, so listen to yourself, you know, surround yourself with people that will help you move forward with your own goals yes. and, and believe in yourself. Absolutely. You know, this, I think that's the thing with real estate. Maybe women feel a bit more reluctant. Don't, you know, yeah. you can learn everything. Yes, that's so true. You learn it. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. Is this about being teachable and having that mindset that no matter what, no matter what, I'm going for it. So thank you so much for um, you know, being here today. I've learned so much and I'm sure that our listeners as well have taken away a lot of tools. And um, I would greatly advise you to go visit Sarah on her podcast, Secrets of Seven Figure Women. You will learn so much because I know I am. And um, I just want to, you know, say thank you. Thank you so much, Sarah, for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it, Nadine. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Universal Grace Podcast and being part of this amazing community. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and I hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.